Conversations with Dr. Brenda, Mondays at 10 a.m. Informative. Insightful. Inspiring. And fun. On this episode of Conversations with Dr. Brenda, a conversation with Tamara McCauley. Now here's Dr. Brenda. Hello, hello, and welcome to Conversations with Dr. Brenda Godot. I'm excited today to be in your midst and to just have conversations. You know, a lot of times we get so busy and we meet different people. And unfortunately, there have been a lot of services where we have to say goodbye to each other. And some people, we don't know anything about them. You know, we find out about their lives and what they uh, were bringing to the table, but we find it out after they're gone. So, you know, I just think it's so important that we can talk to one another and be able to share the, the giftings that God has put in each each one of us and just to be a blessing. So I look forward to these conversations that we're having that you can glean and that we can uh, find out that we're not so different after all, but we're all into this, all in this together. So I'm excited about my time today with uh, Tammy McCauley. Uh, she's a, a great gift to the body of Christ. And so come uh, welcome as we have this conversation with this morning. Guy. Afternoon. Yes. Hey, hey. So we're excited about uh, what God is doing in your life. I I um, have only known you for so long, but I love what God is doing. And I want to take this time in this conversation to ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself. And, and what you do? So um, I am a mom and a grandma and a wife. Okay. First of all, child of God. Mm -hmm. um, and all those things kind of weave in and out, you know, mm -hmm. it, it makes a whole tapestry of who an individual is. And a lot of times you just, you're like, you, you, God, it just continues to blow me away how he know well i mean obviously he does know 20 years back what i was going to be doing today right but the fact that he does all these things you're just like wow i had no idea that was preparation for this right, right. Well, that's what i want to do i want to talk about about yourself like where you were born you know where you were the family siblings um you know just tell us about how we got you know 20 years ago are we or more? You know, we're all it's a little more now. <laughs> uh, how did we get to where we are now? Okay. Okay. So um I was raised in Idaho. Oh, Idaho. Um, potatoes, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I one time we were I was at work at Kaiser and uh, I I think that when I worked on the floor, you know, we worked more in, you know, close together and everything, but there were a lot of um, people from all over, a lot of Filipino women and men mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a lot of um, African women that were from different places. Mm -hmm. And one of them asked me one day, it was so funny. She said, so Tammy, what are you and her friend, you know, her African sisters all said, what do you mean? What is she? She's white. I go, well, <laughs> I guess probably vanilla hillbilly, <laughs> but not quite a hundred percent because I've never eaten a squirrel. Okay. Because I didn't know what to say, you know, mm -hmm. but I think that um, one of the things that I, I love about our church is the um, everybody is welcome. Everybody yeah. is mm -hmm. accepted. Yeah. One of the most genuine churches I've ever been in. And Pastor mm -hmm. and I have talked about this before, but, mm -hmm. you know, I watched in the background when Miles first started going, mm -hmm. we were pretty, pretty wounded where we were before okay. and there were things that weren't well they just weren't god but mm -hmm. um, i just watched for about a year before i got involved okay. and i started teaching on um thursday night and i was a greeter for a while mm -hmm. i tend to talk too much and just sort of um wander away from the door so that didn't work out so but anyway <laughs> um, yeah. but my so my story i think i want to start with my testimony okay so, um when i was a kid um i first of all had no idea that there were people that weren't christians in america okay. i thought when you were born you were born a christian in america right right mm -hmm. and, um my mom was 
very much, uh, very, very um, much a woman of the times that we lived in, more modern than where I grew up. I grew up in a town that was probably 33% active Mormon, 33% Jack Mormon is what we called it. Um, we grew up in the shadow of the temple and um, the other 33% we made up all the rest. So I, myself, we, my, for a while we went to the Presbyterian church and um, then my mom became, became an Episcopalian and I went there, but I really didn't, you know, didn't really, I mean, I'd been churched all my life, mm. but um, I believe that probably when I was a kid, my, there was a series of babysitters and because my mom and dad separated when I was about, well, for good, when I was about five, we oh, moved yeah. to California for a little while mm -hmm. and my mom got married again and we got, added two more siblings, mm -hmm. my brother and myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I know that during that period of time, there was, there was, a, I know there was a babysitter that prayed for my, my oldest younger brother and myself because we had a totally different walk or experience with God than my two younger siblings did. And I don't know who that person is, but I am so grateful. Wow. Amen. Mm -hmm. And um, all my life, I remember talking to God and um, just, he was just my comfort. Mm -hmm. He was my safe place. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't really, um, when I, you know, like I said, I grew up in church and all that, but my mom, you know, she drank, smoked. She, as pastor mm -hmm. said about his mom, liked men. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was different. And then um, when I, you know, got into drugs, I really never was a drinker, but, and mostly it was just, you know, I no, I didn't get any really scary drugs because mm -hmm. it was too terrifying for me. Mm -hmm. But my, when I was about 21, I was this year, that year I would turn 22. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine, a girl that I knew, um, I actually, at that time, I sold marijuana to pay my rent mm -hmm. and I sold to her. So her parents, she said, we're going to go to Sun Valley. I don't know if you know where that is, but mm -hmm. this at that time, and, and that was in 1982. Okay. To wash the windows of that house, we made $500. It was a huge mansion. When you oh. walked across the carpet, your feet sunk in, you know? Wow. And um, it was a, and it's a beautiful place. And mm -hmm. um, she said, the only thing is we got, you know, cause I need to earn some money. She says, the only thing is, you know, we're going to have to go to church. And I said, well, I can do that. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of church. Mm -hmm. And so we went and it was a Pentecostal church and everybody oh. was um, worshiping God, you know, and, um, you know, the hands were raised and it was just, I'd never seen worship like that mm -hmm. in my heart. I didn't even say it out loud, but I just said, you know, Lord, just forgive me for not being able to worship you like that. Wow. And the Holy Spirit at that church, Mm -hmm. I thought it was light. I don't remember anything but light, really. Mm -hmm. And everybody started praying in tongues. Mm -hmm. People were, you know, the Holy Spirit moved. Mm -hmm. People, somebody, you know, they. I ended up at the front of the church. Mm -hmm. and I don't even really remember the experience. Mm -hmm. I know that when I walked out of that church, I was a completely different person. Wow. I didn't swear. I didn't even realize I didn't swear anymore. No <laughs> drugs, no nothing. And all I wanted was more of Jesus. Wow. And um, so at that point, I lived in, I still stayed in Idaho. And for about a year, I was basically, I depended on the Lord for everything. It was just me and God. And, um, and during that time, the Lord told me that I was going to be a pastor's wife. And I thought, well, okay. Kind of weird. I don't have a husband. How am I going to be a pastor? <laughs> okay. And then, um, I moved to Arizona. Where I met Miles, mm -hmm. and at that point he had been, you know, he he had been in church with his uh, high school girlfriend. Okay. So, but he was, you know, just drinking beer, and I was mm -hmm. just like, oh, no, this is too, you know. And I and the Lord told me, he said, this is a man you're going to marry. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh God, if this is him, you better do something because I'm not going <laughs> to drinks. You're right. And because um, that's just not what I want to do. But I didn't say anything, mm -hmm. Lord. And then he said. A couple of days later, we lived in the same apartment building, and he said, um, and he was in mechanic school. Mm -hmm. So he said, um, 
I'm going to be going, or he said, I'm going to be going home, you know, in a couple of weeks I'll graduate and I'm going to be going home to California. And mm -hmm. I thought, wow, well, maybe this is, I go, well, you know, God, if this is, this is it, you better do something. Mm -hmm. So the next day, he came, he was really excited and he goes, Hey, I was trying to find you to see if you want to go have coffee. Cause my, I just got offered a job and I'm going to be staying here. I said, okay. Mm -hmm. So about two months later, Miles and I got married and mm -hmm. that was 2084. Okay. So I don't recommend that road for most people. Okay. But, you know, that was God was in it. He did it. And that was it. Okay. And, um, you know, we have two kids. Mm -hmm. Um, ministerial training uh, through the Church of God. Mm -hmm. uh, I got his ministerial license. Mm -hmm. um, and that was at the church where things really fell apart. And mm. um, you just never know what God is going to do. You know, yeah. mm. I thought to myself, he started drinking and I thought, well, I don't want to try to raise my kids without any kind of, you know, income. I uh, takes money and I know that it costs money to raise kids. And um, so I told Miles, I said, I'm going to go to school. And at this time we stopped attending church. And um, I said, I'm going to go to school and I'm either going to be a teacher or a nurse. I'm not really sure yet. Do my general ed. Mm -hmm. And um, I became a nurse. That mm -hmm. was, I was about 43. Mm -hmm. And I said, when at that point, you're either going to stop drinking or we go our separate ways. We can mm -hmm. have a good one together. Mm -hmm. or we go our separate ways. Mm -hmm. So he said, you know, he stopped drinking and then we bought a house and then he started drinking. No. The hardest years of my life. Mm -hmm. I just, that was my desert, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I loved being a nurse so much. I loved mm -hmm. it. I know that God called me mm -hmm. to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. And I know that he put that in my heart mm -hmm. because he knew there was going to be a desert time when I was certainly not a pastor's wife, you know? Okay. And, um, and I did daycare for 10 years when my kids were little. I love kids. I mm -hmm. love them. Mm -hmm. um, and children are, I, I, I feel like kids are our future. Yeah. Our, our promise and our treasure. They're the only things we get to take to heaven. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. I, I feel like when I did daycare, I loved those kids. And the but the benefit is I didn't have to buy their clothes and I didn't have to pay for their college, right? Okay. Right. right? So and then mm -hmm. when school, then when I entered the nursing program and then you know I entered the new phase, I got injured on my job and I was so depressed. I was devastated. Devastated. As a nurse? Yes. Wow. Yes, yeah, are kind of big and you know, I need to use the bedpan now. Oh, want, you know, it's like, it's hard. I got to find five people to help move you to okay. turn you over. Okay. okay. You know, there's a lot of nursing is really hard on the body. It really yeah. is. It can't they be. Ergonomics. They really should. But mm. um, anyway, I, you know, um, then they said the words call center. I was like, no, please, God, not the call center. That was also what we refer to as the nurse boneyard. Because that's where nurses go to die. And oh, I, and mm -hmm. I really didn't understand what they did. Mm -hmm. And I, I really, a lot of people don't. People who have never been there don't realize. Right. And, um, I'll tell uh, this this friend of mine that worked one day, she said, um, and I love the job that I do now, but mm -hmm. she said, that was probably, let's see, I've been with Kaiser 17 years. And um, this, oh my goodness, uh, November 11th, it will be, um, 11 years at the call center okay. or 12, 12 years at the call center. Wow. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, no 11, 11. So anyway, um, one day I was at work and my, my friend across, I said, what is, I go, what's going on with you today? He looks kind of down. She goes, well, I was doing the laundry and I found this thing in my, uh, you know, I found something in my husband's pocket. They had a conversation. He said, I, um, oh, anyway, we moved from Antioch to Sacramento oh. and I was like, I don't know. They said, do you want to, what about Elk Grove? Do you think we should move to Elk Grove? I'm like, I really couldn't even drive from Elk Grove to Sacramento at that point. I, my arms would not tolerate it. I, they would stop working mm -hmm. and all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, um, my friend said, well, my husband, you know, I found this thing. I said, oh, are you looking for another job? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, well, what are you thinking about doing? And he said, 
Well, I don't know, but I don't want to sit around on my rear end all day like you do. Oh, wow. That's harsh, you know? <laughs> and I was like, man. So she gets her first call and it was a man. The first thing he said, he said, my name is such and such. I have a gun in my mouth and I'm ready to pull the trigger. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she said, so she called the police, did what we have to do behind the scenes, did all those things, um, called his best, got someone to call his best friend, got the information, got him over there, got the gun away from him. And, um, you know, they 5150'd him. Mm -hmm. and, and and I was just sitting there when, you know, I was watching the whole thing go on because, you know, we see everything. Wow. And they're all there, you know, everybody's there. And um, anyway, she sat there for a minute after. She was just like, wow. And I go, well, so much for sitting around on your behind and doing nothing. <laughs> right. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of things that we do. And there's um, during COVID, I became very, I was very, very concerned about a lot of the old people. My heart, my heart just broke that they were locked in nursing homes. Mm -hmm. Their kids, family would come and smile through the windows. And, mm -hmm. you know, at first we were all terrified. We didn't know what this was. Right. Pneumonia. Mm -hmm. And when I got the pneumonia, the doctor in the ER, he knew I was a nurse. He looked at me and he goes, I'm going to send you home with this. Um, you need to get a pulse oximeter. I'm going to send you home with some nausea medication and two antibiotics just in case, just, you know, empirically. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know what to do if you get short of breath. Mm. And it felt like at one point it felt like I was breathing glass. All I could think was I, I just, if I could just stop breathing for a couple of minutes, it would feel so much better. Oh, and wow. I was exhausted. I couldn't, um, all, it was terrible. It was awful. And I was just sitting on my, you know, I said, when I found out I had it, I knew I did. And when I came home, that was in August of 2020. So it was all new. It was totally mm -hmm. barbaric. Yeah. That's using ventilators and pushing COVID into people's bodies. Mm -hmm. And thinking, mm -hmm. I did not go to the emergency room. I mean, I'll go back. Mm -hmm. But one night in the middle of the night, because I was sick for about a month, the Lord woke me in the middle of the night and I wasn't, didn't have to go to the bathroom. I wasn't having shortness of breath. I wasn't coughing or having chills that hurt me so bad that, I mean, I, I told my doctor, I feel like the body double for the lady who got put through the wood chipper on Fargo. It hurt mm. bad. Mm. And um, the Lord just woke me and it was calm and still. And he said, the battle is turned. You're fine. You're going to be fine. Wow. And, but when I found out I had the, you know, COVID pneumonia, I said, okay, Lord, what am I, this is on you, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I had just started going to Calvary. Mm -hmm. And um, I I said, I pled the blood of Jesus over the doorpost of my home. Mm -hmm. I kept claiming that scripture. I said, no weapon formed against me will prosper. Mm -hmm. Because that was a man-made virus. Mm -hmm. And um, and I couldn't say anything to anybody. I had to just keep toting, you know, still. Mm -hmm. Have to repeat mm -hmm. the party line, you know, that it's, you know, oh, this is a terrible thing. We just have still people playing with bat viruses, which I'm telling you right now, there are people who are going to be, they have blood on their hands and they're going to have to. And they put this country into a place that, do you know how unhealthy it is to live in a constant state of fight or flight? Mm -hmm. And like that and dying mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. These people, these old people that were living in their homes terrified to go outside nobody went anywhere and it was it was it was apocalyptic it was horrible mm -hmm. and um this one lady said i get in my car and i drive around sometimes just for a few hours because mm -hmm. she said i'm so lonely and i'm mm -hmm. i'm tired of being in my home mm -hmm. months would be in their homes mm -hmm. and um they i thought to myself this is such a tragic thing here's my my 87 year old patient talking to me for half an hour on the phone because there's no one else. Right. Mm -hmm. and she can't be with her kid. Probably me might. It's very possibly the last Christmas she'll ever have mm. and she's alone in her home. Wow. Some of those people died like that alone for you. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and as far as, you know, so one of the questions, you know, was posed was what charity well, God is my, you know, God is not my charity, but because God mm -hmm. is not. No. But that is my heart. Yeah. Uh, 
mm-hmm. older people, my cotton tops, and mm-hmm. which I know, you know, one, and, <laughs> um, you know, because mm-hmm. I grew up in a situation, I grew up in a hard situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Pastor talks about it sometimes, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I I didn't know my birth father. Okay. And, um. So, you know, God, God gave me a dad who took me when my mom was pregnant, mm-hmm. and his name. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's a scripture in Isaiah, and he talks about, "I found you lying bleeding, you know, in your, in your blood, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And name on you. I put my ring upon your finger, mm-hmm. and I called you my own. Mm-hmm. And he did that. He mm-hmm. used my dad, my earthly, my my dad. Yeah, to do yeah. yeah. You know, and um, he just is so good. But kids, mm-hmm. they're stuck. You know, they don't. Mm-hmm. They're they're the they live in the in the consequences of their parents' actions with very mm-hmm. and very little ability to make a difference for themselves. They need the Lord so bad. Yeah, they do. And then my little old people, they're in <laughs> treasure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they need the Lord or they just, mm-hmm. they're, you know. Mm-hmm. So those that's my heart. Yeah. And, um, and now God has, I never wanted to be, I never even wanted to be a nurse manager, okay? Mm. I want to do my job be really good at my job mm-hmm. earn my money, and feel mm-hmm. good about the fact that I had done a really good job. Mm. I didn't want to be responsible for someone else. Cause you know what? People just are not to be trusted. Mm. I was watching mm. last night mm-hmm. for one of my classes and mm-hmm. I can't remember the man's name, but he said quality control is really important because I just assumed people would be happy for their job and grateful for their job and want to do a good job. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and they don't always, right? You're right. So, but that's how people are. And um, and I just, I didn't want to be responsible for other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and um, God put on my heart. You know, Pastor was talking about, I want you to have a, you know, something. And a, 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 what is it? I can't think of how he always puts a, a witty idea or mm-hmm. invent Right. I said, yeah. God, I, I want to retire from my job. Mm-hmm. but I want to do what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. How can I be a blessing to the kingdom? Mm-hmm. So he put in my heart that I was to start a CNA school. And I feel that is not outside my comfort zone. Not outside. I'm a, what's I, it called again? Um, oh. Certified nursing assistant school. Okay. Okay. And, um, and to build on that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I forgot to say that when my got injured, I had just started. Um, I left miles for a while he mm-hmm. stalked me and then I let him move back in and I told mm-hmm. him, don't think that it escapes me mm-hmm. that you need to be doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, um, I did my, I got my master's, an accelerated master's program. I entered it. I got my master's degree mm-hmm. in um, nursing education. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do IT, did not want to do nursing management. We've already been there. Okay. And so I got my degree as uh, a nursing, a nurse educator. Mm-hmm. And, I love nursing students. I love students. I love nope. students. Mm-hmm. And um, my, I really thought I was going to teach nursing students. Mm-hmm. My daughter said, mom, I'm pregnant. And just before I finished nursing school, mm-hmm. her dad and I said, we will help you. Mm-hmm. We'll be there for you. And, you know, you go, to, you go to school, get yourself set up, mm-hmm. and we raise this baby. Mm-hmm. And um, so we did. That's mm-hmm. my little bug right here. <laughs> um, just oh, she's waving at you. Yeah, I can't see you. Right. How old is she now? She is seven. Okay. Yes. Hello. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh. So, but anyway, that was. Mm-hmm. So now I know. And mm-hmm. then moving here to Sacramento because I couldn't drive for my new job that I got mm-hmm. at the call center. Mm-hmm. All these things when I was in. Um, um, uh, membership classes. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this, and I mm-hmm. thought, you know, all this way, the Lord has been preparing me for this. Mm-hmm. Where we're at, where Miles is at, mm-hmm. and the way I found out he was going back to school or to church. Okay, it was Mother's Day, and I looked down the hall, and he was in dress clothes. I said, "Where'd you go? Church? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're sneaking off to church? Mm-hmm. Well, this is not another woman, right?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not there. I'm not ready. Don't. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to do that again. Oh, and wow. 
love God. My kids said, I love God, but I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't trust his people. Mm. And um, so, so where do we end up living in this house in Elk Grove? <laughs> like maybe 10 minutes from church. Okay. Other God has called us to Elk Grove South. Okay. And my kingdom kids, they're, I love them. Mm-hmm. And I support the ministry. Mm-hmm. Miles doesn't want me in the classroom. He wants me with him in the service. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I said, he goes, it just makes me feel more confident. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, you know, and that is, mm-hmm. after all, and mm-hmm. I'm not called to be a pastor. You're mm-hmm. called to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. You are a pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm called to be a pastor's wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I lift my husband up. I pray mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. I try to speak what I think is common sense sometimes, and I think he's drifting mm-hmm. off into the wrong lane there for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he's thinking, or if somebody tells him something, or you know, and our marriage when we first started going to Calvary mm-hmm. was um, the pastor that we had before. He would make fun of his wife and then say, "Now I'm going to owe her a pizza from Straw Hat." In front of the church, he would degrade her, mm. her, you know, talk about her being an airhead. Mm. And, you know, just, I mean, it was, mm. I watch how past, well, that's one of the things Miles and I talk about, mm-hmm. you know, is what a difference. Mm-hmm. What a difference. Thanks, yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, how your sons treat their wives. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a, that is, a, that is a witness that you just have mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. How impacting that is Thank to you. you know our generation mm-hmm. who you know the Brady Bunch era where <laughs> we look like the Brady Bunch, so we're getting a divorce. I'm gonna go out and marry someone else, and mm-hmm. in five years I'll be in the same place again. Wow, right? right? And people would say to me, even with Miles, they'd say, "Wow, he must be really easy to be married to." You know? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> easy to be married to mm-hmm. the people that were easy to marry to are like Gandhi and mother Teresa and they don't get married. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> right. And, and God brings us together to complement each other mm-hmm. um, to make a whole. And, um, but it's, it takes work. Mm-hmm. And um, my yeah. husband and I are finally coming back into that place mm-hmm. where we have romance again. Amen. Thank that God. is a blessing. Mm-hmm. I'm, partners the whole mm-hmm. time but yeah yeah right, right i understand you don't have to go in too deep but i understand no 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 but it's yeah. true I, yeah. I mean you know holding hands and you know no. it, was, it was it's just it's a beautiful thing Thank and you, 50, Lord. at 60 it's like wow life is starting over mm-hmm. wow yeah. amen so i don't know what else you want to know but yeah well that's that's what god does you know he, Amen. Guides our steps and and uh wow. Well, so when he when you saw him sneaking off to church basically and you were so like funny saying basically I'm not ready. What was it that made you um say okay I'll go? Oh with my you. gosh, he just guilted me and guilted me and wanted me to go and mm-hmm. just I was like, oh and I went a couple of times and stop and I love you, but stop photobombing. Um, and, um, I, but I, I saw a change in him, you know, and, um, he, I've never seen my husband love God. Well, when we were, when we, because we attended a couple other churches besides the last one we attended, but, um, we, and they were just, they were interesting learning experiences. I'm just going to say that. And, uh, but I always felt like. I felt like Miles, he, he, I've seen him preach from the pulpit. The man is anointed. And I know that. Mm-hmm. And um, he's very humble mm-hmm. at this point in his life. He's humble with pastor. And we went in to have a meeting with him. Mm-hmm. The pastor wants to have a meeting with us. I said, I told you he's been watching you. <laughs> and, um, pastor sees a lot, but me too. Mm-hmm. And it was, we had, I, I love pastor. Mm-hmm. He looked at me and he goes, you know, I like you. And I go, yeah, I like you too. <laughs> but it, that's, good. Not, that's a good thing <laughs> that i trust that man it is mm-hmm. no small thing that i call you guys mom and dad amen it is no mm-hmm. small thing wow that i say 
this is the most authentic church I've ever been in. Wow. This is the most um, mm. welcoming body of mm. believers Praise I've ever God. been a part of. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. And the one thing he did fail to tell me that I didn't have any idea mm -hmm. was the majority of the people that we were, that we went to church with were African-American. Okay. You know? <laughs> right? <laughs> Funny because one time when I was in Phoenix, the one mm -hmm. thing my mother taught us, mm -hmm. I lived in a small town in Idaho. Okay, right. N-word was worse than the F-word. Okay, wow. Said, I never want to hear that come out of your mouth. <laughs> okay. You know? He, he was, I, I am, I was not raised to be a person who was prejudiced mm -hmm. and I experienced prejudice in my own way because of my mother's lifestyle in a very small town. Okay. And, um, and, and people, prejudice is just not something I just, I don't even understand how people, I just don't understand it. I really don't. Mm -hmm. And like, pastor was talking about you guys moving out to where you live now. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. shocked that it would even happen here in California. Mm -hmm. I really love it. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, um, when I went to Phoenix, when I first went to Phoenix, cause my brother, they, he had two children, he had a son and a daughter, mm -hmm. He's my baby brother that, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Saving Private Ryan. Mm -hmm. He can't, he stopped using drugs. This is what happens when you're a mother's favorite. Mm -hmm. You do not grow up. You don't know the world. Never, it's never your fault. Mm -hmm. The last few years, my brother was alive. Mm -hmm. He built his life back up, and I found out things about him I didn't know. Mm -hmm. He would I disgusting, broke down. He was he received the best bass player in the Bay Area Award before he wow. you know, stopped using drugs. Mm -hmm. And um, he he was really very talented. And like he broke, he bought this broke down guitar from this guy because mm -hmm. the guy money to buy his food for his family. I mean, my brother did all this kind of stuff that I never knew about. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And and I know that he loved the Lord. I know he's there. Yeah. But one day, my son came and he said, Mom, there's someone at the door. You need to come in. Mm. You need to come to the door. And I said, what happened? Mm. I said, somebody hit my dog. Is my dog dead? He said, no, it's Uncle Bob. Wow. wow. You know, and I mm -hmm. felt like Oh my God, I was, he was my baby brother. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I felt like in, there's a scene in the movie where they all, they land on the beaches at Normandy mm -hmm. and the soldier comes off and uh, comes off the boat. And I mean, they just blew these people up and there's this guy walking around and his arm has been blown off and blood is just shooting mm -hmm. out and he's in shock and he mm -hmm. doesn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And he's walking around this beach mm -hmm. and he, and I thought that's me. That's how I felt. Mm -hmm. And my heart went out to you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because when your siblings, mm -hmm. die, your mm -hmm. siblings are taken from you like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just like somebody, mm -hmm. I don't know if that man lived that was on Normandy beach. I have no idea. Yeah. But when you lose an arm, you don't get it back, mm -hmm. you know, that fake arm that you put on every day, mm -hmm. that arm never comes back. You mm -hmm. heal and heals, but that part is missing forever until mm -hmm. you boom. Yeah, right. You know? Mm -hmm. And um, so I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to share. Mm -hmm. sibling mm -hmm. heart out, yeah. you know, yeah. but God, God heals and God knows mm -hmm. what he's doing. And I know, I found out later that my brother had, suicidal ideation mm. and, he, and I think that if my brother had not gone home to live to be with God mm -hmm. he would come back to drugs wow okay okay amen so sometimes and mm. I can't find it there's a scripture that says mm -hmm. sometimes the wicked go home I you know it's I think it's in Proverbs or, I don't know it's in the Old Testament Isaiah they, Isaiah right? Isaiah uh, yeah mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. the wicked you know they die young because yeah. to save them yeah. from later on. Yeah. Yep. You know, Isaiah 57 or 54, but, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. how I, know. I, my dad and my brother are waiting for me and they're going to show me around when I get there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. anyways, it was just, you know, I don't remember why I was telling you that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, so I went to Phoenix, right? Mm -hmm. I went, 
So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to stop going to church because my little church that I went to, Parma, Idaho, there was this lady. She was so cute. Mm -hmm. there, was a, there was a spiritual revival in this house. And the woman mm -hmm. that owned it gave it to these people for their church. Okay. And these people were not rich people. Mm -hmm. They God, they love God. They were so humble in their hearts. My pastor Nickens, I love that man. And he, mm -hmm. I love that man. He mm -hmm. was a good pastor to me. Okay. And um, this one lady, she would get so filled with the Holy Ghost and start jumping around. She would go like this. No, my. Every time. Oh my goodness. Awesome, right? <laughs> I needed to be in church and my family was not living for God. Mm -hmm. so I was living with my mom when I first moved to Arizona and I just, I was like, Oh Lord Jesus. I feel like I'm, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but this, okay. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so I go to this church and I was the only white person there. Oh, I didn't care. Mm -hmm. But they told me that I might be comfortable going to this other, another church where there were more people like me. Oh my goodness. So I not Who told you that. <laughs> and I thought, well, I don't, feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. you know, right over the head. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. But you know, that's what happens. That is my mother gave me some gifts and that is one she gave me that I went for. Beautiful. And I'm grateful right. too. I'm very I'm grateful. grateful. Yes. Yeah. But for God, there go I though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. None of us. Yeah. It's, you know what? There's Carmen, you know, remember Carmen? The yeah. The singer? Yeah. When Here's the Lord. Right. Uh, um, he said one time he was, I was um at I was watching a thing that he was doing, and he said there was this little old lady, and she would say, every time they would give their testimony, she'd say, I've been delivered of this or that, right? Mm -hmm. And she'd say, I've been delivered of drugs, I've been delivered of alcohol, mm -hmm. I've been delivered of murder or being a murder, whatever, you know, okay. all these mm -hmm. you know, and these people are like. She's never done any of those ever in her life. And she said, that's right, because God delivered me before I ever did it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. None Amen. of us good of ourselves. None right, of us. Right, right, right. Amen. Yeah. Yep, she's been delivered. Amen. And, right. and God has planned for each one of us. And yeah. I'm so thankful that your mom uh, set you up in a place or where that you can be a part, you know, when God gave pastor the vision of Calvary, you know, oh. of, uh, you know, multiracial. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we didn't understand what all that meant, you know, but that's what he gave them. And, yeah. and, and we just were open to it. And, and it's just, I mean, we've got a lot. Uh, of I, you guys told me I might be comfortable somewhere else. I would tell you, no, I wouldn't. I'm not leaving. Right. Well, no, we're not going to let you leave. <laughs> Yeah, because we're family, you know, we're family and God's got it a lot. So, yeah. you know, we're kind of in as a ministry, we know what God called us to do. And and he's bringing different uh, people from all different backgrounds. And, and it's his spirit in each one of us. And when, and you share that testimony of you standing beside Miles, because there's a part of me. It's like we need you in children's ministry. We need you at the, as a greeter. Oh, so I just. I, you know, I yeah. said, okay, I'm going to be a king. Mm -hmm. In this particular situation, I will be a king. Okay. And I work all the time so I can donate to the kids. Okay. <laughs> so there'll be times, you know, but I, I, I mean, they need that too. You know, we, mm -hmm. you know, we took a hit as a church. I know we did. Mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. Do you remember when um, the Valentine's dinner? And Miles, oh my gosh. Wow. Miles and I pressed, he said, I want you to buy a tuxedo. I'm like, great. I'm overweight. I'm going to look like a penguin in front of a bunch of people that I don't know, oh. you know? So we went to that dinner and a lot of people wore t-shirts or whatever. And, you know, and I felt like so overdressed. And then you got, then they called him up front. He didn't tell me okay. that we were going to be up front. And I remember you said, look at Tammy. She has no idea what she's doing. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Oh God, you know, what am, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. he said, I didn't tell you because you probably wouldn't have come. I said, you're right. Yeah. And it was yeah. beautiful. You guys did a great job, you know? Hmm? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Good. He didn't tell you, you know, and yeah, that was a very special time. And that's when I got to see, Oh my God, you know, yeah. got to know Tammy a little bit, you know? And, yeah. uh, and I knew, you know, God had brought you guys for such a time as this. And, you know, just to watch. I just, 
all the things that he does. Mm -hmm. Weirdo. Um, really shouldn't call her a weirdo. She's a little <laughs> Lord. But anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. God, God just, you know, he mm -hmm. works everything together for those of mm -hmm. us who love. Yeah. Purpose. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? You may not right. know why, but. Yeah. But I just love it when you tell about your gifts, your masters, and all the different things. You know, we don't know where you will need to pull from those different gifts at certain times. You know, there's talents and the abilities that God puts in you. And, uh, but, you know, we just want to be uh, available. And I love that you're, uh, you know, standing beside your husband and supporting him and encouraging him because there is. This ministry stuff, like you said, how you admire my sons and their wives and, you know, in ministry. Uh, you know, it, yeah, it's not an easy, you know, there's all kind of different warfare that comes. So I, I understand him. Yeah. yeah. So I understand him wanting you there. But, you know, so uh, because I told my husband as much as I know God called us, you know, I told him I don't wish this on, you know, I, I really don't. You know, it's God has yeah. to call my kids. And we, he has would not, we would not be happy doing anything. My son, right mm -hmm. now, I just have to believe God for him because mm -hmm. God, I, I need in Samuel because mm -hmm. we struggle with infertility. Okay. We were pregnant seven times and we have two kids. Okay. Wow. And, um, and God picked his other name, which is Elijah. Okay. So I'm like, dude, yeah. you can hear from your calling all you want, but one day. Yeah. Yeah. One day. One day. Okay. Well, we'll just, you know, put that Elijah before the Lord and, you know, God uses different ones in different ways, you know, whether they're behind the pulpit or, you know, in different areas because his plan, you know, is going to be fulfilled. So we just, you know, the generation of the upright and blessed. What's that? I said, you have beautiful children. Ah, I do. I do. But honey, I can tell you some stories. <laughs> I know all about the PKs. Okay. Okay. And again, but I, I lean on the scriptures, you know, yeah. they, you know, you just speak oh, life they, over them. They should go, right? Right. Well, no. The way they should go. And even when it looks like, you know, there's a song we sing, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. And he's been faithful and I've just watched him do it. And now I got, I get to do it with my grandkids. She's fine, sweetie. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She's putting stickers on her eyes so she can look in the camera. <laughs> yeah. She's with grandma. She's enjoying this time. But so you got this baby that you just had. Is that your first girl? That's my first girl's uh Godot. Uh yeah. yeah. Uh granddaughter. Yeah, I have one other granddaughter. Philip has a daughter. And then uh Marlon, Kimmy's husband, has some girls. So they're my granddaughters, but this is the first one, Godot, since Kimmy, since my daughter Kimmy. So oh my God. And it's number 12 grandchild. Oh my goodness. I, I said, buddy, you you were I said first you were you know hamstrung with your mom because I know he's a mama's boy. He goes, I know I am and I'm proud of it. <laughs> well no, when he said they were gonna have, you know, he told me they were gonna that she was pregnant before mm -hmm. they announced mm -hmm. in big trouble, don't say anything. <laughs> he told me, I said, dude, you're having a girl, mm -hmm. you are done in. That's it for you, you're cooked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But he has such a tender heart. Oh, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Uh, I'm so happy. Uh, we're enjoying. Actually, I spent the night with him last night. Not last night, but the night before. Just, yeah. Just hanging out. They said, I know you're busy, Mom. I said, I just, you know, got to spend some time and help them, you know, adjust to everything that's going on. But, uh, yeah, I love what God yeah. is doing that. I mean, even in health to be able to do it at this stage in my life. I can't believe the years has gone by. And like you said, whatever top, top you call it, you know, what do you call it? Yeah. What, <laughs> yeah. Only, I always talk about Clairol only. Remember, they said only the hairdresser knows for sure. You know? I know. Right. Yeah. As long as there's Clairol, I won't have so well, much. You know, I knew this, but when I first started at Calvary, I had long red hair. Dark red hair. Really? Yeah. And then God has been dealing with me about, he said, how are you going to love your neighbor if you don't love yourself? Okay. So I am working on loving myself mm -hmm. because I, you know, 
it's important that we love ourselves. Yeah. Why am I covering up what God gave me? He gave me my mm -hmm. crown of glory. It's beautiful. So, yeah. I'm not thrilled. Yeah. And I'm not, this is not anybody else. This is my journey. This is yeah, that's exactly right. That's all. I, the only reason I shared it is just, just my, my journey. It's what I want to do. And uh, I, I just never forgot that commercial. Uh, I know. <laughs> that was Cal Barnley. You remember that? I mean, Cal Yes. In that car, she's out to take a bath. I was like, <laughs> okay, right. I hope they have taxis like that when I grow up. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, so we're blessed. We're blessed. We're just so blessed to have you and Miles on the team. I don't know if he you. told you. <clears throat> I don't know any of our spiritual sons that I've asked actually for their notes. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. He, this right. is, I told him uh, we went to get. Uh, he had to go get a pink tie. Okay. He just can't make himself wear a pink shirt. I'm like, you're a man. You're a manly man. It's not going <laughs> to wear a pink shirt. Mm -hmm. So he went and bought a pink tie. Okay. So bought a tie. Because then we went and didn't have a pink shirt. Okay. So anyway, he buys this tie and they had buy one and get one free or mm -hmm. half off or something. Mm -hmm. I found this gorgeous tie. Mm -hmm. It was a, you know, but it was like an $80 tie. Oh, wow. It was, he goes, that's like a birthday or Christmas thing. I said, mm -hmm. you deserve mm -hmm. to be able to wear Mm -hmm. You are worth an $80 tie. Okay. I'm going to go with it. Mm -hmm. So it was just right after that, that, mm -hmm. you know, he went and did that. And I told him, mm -hmm. I said, oh, you are worth an $80 box. <laughs> right. Yeah. You really, you know, it's God, it's God and it's God in you and it's God in me and together, you know, know. we're called to, to do what God has called us to do. So our big, our big, our big thing, you know, he's the minute the witnessing institute. He really yeah. didn't that. Now mm -hmm. he loves it. Oh wow! I, I said, I said, well, we're gonna have to. I guess we're gonna have to go and eat steak at the uh, the new what do you call it? Uh, gambling thing, the casino. Oh yeah, which you one? Know? Yeah, he Thunder goes. Valley? Oh. I don't want to be seen there. I said, you know, the light shines brightest where it's yeah. the in the darkness, right? Yeah. Not by the machines, but you could certainly. Right. Them. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. Denise says she's going to have to drive around and find us a spot to put up a booth. Yeah. Oh, I love eating there. You know, pastors kind of like that too. You know, it's like, and we kind of had them bring us in a different door, you know, it's like, but, I, you know. <laughs> I know, right? Food, the food is amazing, there, right? you know, and the buffets and the different things. So, yeah. you know, we, we, we know how to, you know, be you know the what? light. Uh, that's right. Denise mm -hmm. says, as long as you don't gamble, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God is good. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah so we are honored to have this time. To, like I said, you know, sometimes we haven't really had this much time just talking all oh, the years. How, how many years has it been now? Three, maybe? It was like 19 or 19. 18, I think. Maybe. No. No, it was 2019. So right yeah. as the, the pandemic? Right about a year before the pandemic. Yeah. A year? Okay. Wow. And that was when I would go sometimes and I'd be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, yeah, I don't know why, but I just, I'm not, I can't go today. <laughs> the one I didn't see you that much. Okay. No. Well, I yeah. work at weekend because of my you know as a nurse i work every other weekend mm -hmm. but uh yeah it, it yeah i was like man mm -hmm. yeah i i mean i almost really seriously almost had ptsd it was bad it was bad wow, wow. it was bad yes mm -hmm. and left we didn't have anything to do with the people there after they have no because you know when there's a when it's bad at the top mm -hmm. you really don't see the people that are newbies, the people that have just given their heart to God, they don't need to see that. If God doesn't show them, they don't need to see it. Yeah. yeah. It's not my job to point it out. Yeah. yeah. So we, we left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Amen. Amen. Yeah. God has great things for us. Are you nursing at all now? You said you just do the reserves? Oh, no. I do the advice. I'm an advice nurse for Kaiser. Oh, so we you're the ones we call. Okay. All right. They say anything about God. I'm like, would you like me to pray for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You get a little, they give you a little uh, window and you jump right in. Huh? That's good. That's right. Good, that's right. good. Well, that's great to be able to use your gift like that and give, yeah, that's opportunity. 
Give right. well, I, I am What's that? I said well, I give scriptures. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. God is a spirit to fear and all that, you know, whatever. Yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. Well, they're not gonna fire. They need too many, they need too much help right now. So you you're good. I, you're yeah. I, I know. Right. Don't say anything or blah, blah, blah. but as a nurse, it's okay. If they open the door, yeah. that is about my profession. Yeah. It is okay. yeah. because yeah. about the whole person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit goes. Pray for me with this, um, if you can, with this school of nurse. I mean, you know, with my uh I God gave me the name. It's mm -hmm. and I was kind of I I, the Rafi uh, School of Healing Arts, and I think I'm going to call it Institute. There was a technical mm -hmm. um, funding, but um, eventually I want to add to it, you know, different things. And it's an it's an opportunity to reach people for the Lord. Amen. And it's also I want to the other part of this that God has given me is um, I want to open a hospice house. Hospice house. Yeah. Amen. Uh, yeah. I love hospice. That was more what I wanted to do. Wow. That's a special calling, sweetie. Everybody can't handle that. So you got to know. No, they're like, how can you do that? They yeah. I feel like failure. I'm like, yeah. people die. We just don't deal with it in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. A yeah. To be able to usher people into the presence of God, because I know in right. the hospital, you're going to you know, yeah. make sure they're right with God. So. Uh, yeah, but everybody doesn't have that calling. So I'm just agreeing with you for what, yeah. the, what he's put in your heart. And it's going to come to pass. That, you know, that's my scripture. Warm fuzzy part. Isn't that? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. yeah, this is the confidence that we have. We ask anything according to his will. He hears us. And because we know he hears us, we know we have the desire that we ask of him. So we have the petition. We have it because so I don't know how. I don't know when. You know, Me. but he's gonna do it, and so lovely team, the Genesis. Uh, yeah, school yeah. Of, uh, that's business. exactly. Yep, to just help walk you through it, and and oh my God, what a blessing, what a ministry. Yes. Yeah. Okay, sweetie. Well, I enjoyed our time Me and too. talking with you and audience. I believe that you were blessed as well as talking to yep. Tammy. Macaulay. We just thank God for what He's doing in her life and continually doing, and we will. Be blessed by the ministry, the gifts that God has that bring it to pass what he's put on your heart. And again, you that are watching, pray that you'll run with the vision God puts in your heart. There's a great need yes. for the body of Christ to rise up and do what God has called us to do. So we look forward to talking to you yes. next time. And uh, thank you for being with us on Conversations with Dr. Brenda Goodell. Love, Love you, granddaughter. Love you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching. Be sure to subscribe to Dr. Brenda's YouTube channel to get notifications and to watch past conversations. See you next time.